0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors! What is up? Higher Learning is on! Is I, Van Leighton Jr.
1: And it's me, Rachel and Lindsay. And Rachel, we're back!
0: We're back. High Learning is back on! I should have said, High Learning is back on! <laughs> yeah, I feel so like when you race. come in
1: with that energy, it's like, he's like ready it? to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Mountain <laughs> Lion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Donnie, give it no,
1: to No, come on, man. <laughs> Donnie wasn't ready.
0: He never is. <laughs> uh, by the way, thanks Too to early. all the people out there. Thanks to all the people out there that have been keeping me going with all my online content. This People sent me this great game where you have to find the mountain lion in the picture. It was great. Let me uh, tell you something. It,
1: Save it yeah. for Van. It's sweet. That y'all want to include me, and I appreciate that. But I'm good. I don't need it. From time to time, they include me in it as well. And I get it. We're a family here on this podcast.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: But I'm okay, guys. I'm going to be all right.
0: Okay, Rachel. I- I'd argue that it's actually more important.
1: <laughs> you think it's going to rub off on me? It's going to change you my you involved
0: mind? in my online content than me. Me, I seek this out. And I got to be honest with you, the Thought Warriors do a much better job of getting to it than I do, but I seek it out. Every once in a while, I'm sitting at home, I'm on a plane, I'm doing whatever, and I'll just Google Mountain Lion. Okay? So I'm dialed in, as my man Joni would
2: say.
0: (laughs) I'm dialed in. I'm tapped in. Okay? The question is, are you? So what I would say is, is if people want to keep Mountain Lion content coming, Give it to me because I love it, but make sure.
1: <laughs> I'm tapped out.
0: I have a
3: new nickname for Donnie.
1: Do we want to hear it? Donnie? I think you'll like it.
3: I think I'm open. Like it. Let's, let's see. What is it?
0: This is Donnie's new nickname. Okay. Donnie the Mongoose Beachum. <laughs> I like
3: it. I know where you're going with this.
1: Donnie. <laughs> why what happened what did y'all what, what how did this come about
3: Mon- donnie explain why it, do you oh no I, I know okay yeah mongoose are uh notorious snake predators they don't fear snakes <laughs> they eat snakes <laughs> i'm working my way i'm not i haven't reached mongoose status yet because the snake still lives but I, I appreciate the title
1: did you know that before
3: did i know that
1: did no, no, i know no. that did Donnie know that?
3: Yeah, nature documentaries, man.
1: Oh, you're the king of the animal games, Donnie.
0: Donnie, we got to bring animal games back Thursday, too. Animal games have to come back. Rachel, you didn't know that the, the mongoose kills the snake?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I I looked. If you have put up four animals and told me to name which one was the mongoose, I am not sure that I could pick the mongoose out. I Googled it.
0: You Googled the mongoose? He's like a little... I he's like a him. little rotent almost. You know, he's, not, he's not that little. But he but you should watch you should watch the mongoose like fuck over the snake. It's just nature is so crazy. I've been watching, you know, we, we went to Greece. We were in nature, Kalik and I, we went to Greece, we we're in nature that whole time. Nature ended up. Let me tell you something about Greece, man. Before I get to my commentary on mongoose. We're walking around Greece. Shout out to Stavros. Shout out to Panos. Shout out to all of these people that were our guides during these amazing things. Of course, when you go on a trip with Kalika, everything's gonna be planned out. There's a, there's gonna be kayaking. We went. We went on a wine tour. I got fucked up off wine. Okay. Good. Um. We we did all of these different things, right? And so we have these people. Stavros, great. We went to the ancient city of Akrotiri. This okay. wasn't just a Santorini trip where you walk around and we get into the fucking dirt is what we do.
1: That ancient city was cool, right?
0: It was amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: It was amazing. So we did all of this stuff. But you know what the best thing about Greece was? What? The fact that when we're on this wine tour Stavros would look over, right? And he'd be like, oh, see this right here? These are some fresh capers that are growing. Let's go over there and look at the capers. Growing out of a wall or something like that. I'm going to go over there. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what the fu- Hey, oh, look. We're on a hike in the in the town or whatever. He goes, like, oh, look, there's a rosemary, a little rosemary tree or whatever it is. Go over there, pluck some rosemary, smell it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. There's some times all of this different stuff just, the land is still. Rich? rich yes the (laughs) land is still rich and it's still vibrant and alive and i'm not saying that obviously you know there are places in america where all of this stuff people are out there doing everything but like in santorini you're looking over it's like this long stone field with grapes growing out of the seemingly volcanic rock i'm like how could it be that grapes are growing and i don't see any soil How are the cherry tomatoes? He goes, it's the cherry tomato. How is the cherry tomato growing and there's no soil? And then then he goes, ah, it's because of the island. How? How is it because of the island, Stavros? How is it because of the island that the grapes are growing? He goes, yeah, you've never seen the roots. The roots go all the way down into the ground and suck up all the humidity. So while you see volcanic rock on top where it's growing, Actually, the water because of the, the humidity of the island is down there. They've adapted. They've adapted. He told us how they make capers. Do you know how capers get made? No. How many? ants? Ants help make capers. True fact. The ants. This is what happens. Without any ants, you can't have capers. You can't have any capers. You go over there. The the ants carry the capers to this little thing, right? Whatever. And this is the C plus ex- explanation. And then the acid on the ant's tongue helps to fertilize the capers. The capers grow. He's got, he says, whenever there's a place where capers are growing, then it used to be an ant pile. Ants and capers go together. All of this stuff about Santorini, I'm learning. Ancient city of Akrotiri. You go down there. All the people were gathered together. Well, excuse me. They didn't have any of their weapons there. They didn't have any of their gold there. Why? Because this ancient city of Akrotiri, which is like the Pompeii of Greece, might be Atlantis. We're not sure. They had a feeling that the volcano that erupted and created the the, the caldera in Santorini, they had a feeling it was going to erupt. And they evacuated. These people were smart. They had toilets. The toilets came down. You been to the ancient city of Akrotiri? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Fantastic
1: fantastic I, fantastic stuff it's incredible well, the press the way that they've been able to preserve it but then also just you think of what they were able to do with so little i think that's what like you they'd be like oh this was a house and this was this here. yeah 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 i forgot about it honestly until i was looking at y'all's pictures on social media i was i was reliving my trip through y'all
0: it's great i enjoyed it did you I enjoy swam it? in
1: there we go that's what i, I come on I, I,
0: I swam in the Aegean Sea. I swam in the Aegean Sea. I had a panic attack. It's great.
1: In the middle, in the middle of the water.
0: No, never have a panic attack in the water. The water is the antidote to the panic attack. Like okay. for some reason, look, there's some things about the trip that are all fucked up. My bag is lost. I never got it back. Oh, <laughs> you bag, never got it back? I got, no, I never got it back. The bag is American you st- Airlines, and you still don't have it. No, I never got the bag back. The bag is fucked. Did Kalika have her bag? Yes. Yes, she got her bag. She was oh. the one in control of getting the bags. So miraculously, her bag showed up. <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: this is a joke. She hears that she should be so fucking pissed off. I have to give her a lot of thanks because this is a trip that we were supposed to go to relax. And there was a lot of stuff that a, a lot of work that Kalika put in in order to make this trip happen. Um and setting up all the excursions that we had and also dealing with the bag issue on her vacation could not have been uh, something that she planned for. So shout out, baby. Good job. Um, so I'm just joking about the bad thing because that fucking that comment will nuke a weekend if she okay, <laughs> okay I'm just joking about the bad comment. Uh but so this one particular time we're going out to the boat. I can't remember what had happened in the morning. I was very wound up. It's wound up. You know, there were there were some things about, like, we stayed at the Saint Hotel in Santorini, mm-hmm. and there are no elevators at these places. And whatever hotel you're staying at, it is down the side of a mountain, like a cliff, whatever. So every fucking time you leave your room and you want to go up to Ian, you have to walk this treacherous flight of stairs. And I'm not, this is not regular stairs. This is like, straight up a hill type stairs so that every morning was starting to get on my nerves but whatever whatever. for some reason I was getting dizzy driving around the island all of the twists and curves. so I was like whatever I'm having a panic attack like I get there like we're in the we're on the way to the boat I'm having a panic attack I know what it feels like my skin's on fire I'm like something bad's gonna happen I'm having a panic attack <laughs> on the side of me I'm like I'm having a panic attack right now she's like what do you want me to do I'm like show me pictures of Bozeman aww And so I'm looking at pictures of Bozeman. We get to the boat, and I'm like, "Just let's just get out on the water. Let's just get out on the water. Let's just get out on the water. Because if I can get into the water, I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I have to be relaxed. We get out into the water. The panic is still on me. I'm still having the panic attack. Rach, I dove into the Aegean Sea.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. my
0: Lord. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lordy. I dove into the GNC and I was just in the, I was one with the water. Isn't it beautiful when you it's, went there? It's the
1: gorgeous. bluest water, like the darkest bluest water I've ever seen, ever mm-hmm. seen. Now I got a little seasick, and I never get seasick. But yeah. did you get in the sulfur springs?
0: No. So this is what they said about the sulfur springs. They said that the sulfur springs is a is a scam.
1: We didn't do they it said. either. Our, our tour guide told us not to do it.
0: Yeah, they said that
1: the, maybe that there, maybe there's, hmm. He was like, look at them over there.
0: He said the sulfur springs, he says, number one, it's not very healthy. You shouldn't do it. And it then stains your clothes,
1: like, I think, or something like that.
0: Yeah, then they were like, number two, it's not that much warmer. So I'm, I'm around in the thing, you know. Then we went kayaking. I jumped into it again. I'm in the I'm in the and I spent all day cuz you know we have the little pools, every every little hotel room has a little mm-hmm, pool. Mm-hmm. Your own private little pool. So i was I'm in the pool all day. I'm doing my thing. I'm you know, now I come back, you know, I've gotten a lot darker. I went out there and now I come back because I'm a stud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Stop>. So <laughs> shout out to Jamal. But no, I like it um it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Travel going there and coming back was nuts, and that I did. too. Oh,
3: so God. it
0: wasn't. It wasn't that the travel was nuts. It's just that I don't go to Europe like that, so I don't understand what to do with this jet lag. This jet lag is nuts. It's tough, Rachel.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll get, you'll even out. You'll get used to it. But was it all worth it? Of course.
0: It was worth Good. it just for the feta cheese.
5: Okay. The food it was, was- worth
1: it.
0: In Santorini, it's, the, it's some of the best food I've ever had. I'm from Louisiana. It was amazing. Yeah. The, 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 the feta cheese that was creamy, yet it is, you don't like cheese. You don't like the mm-mm, feta.
1: Mm-mm. But it's what so, did you eat everything there? Everything is so fresh. I don't really remember. Fish. I ate a lot of fish.
0: We ate a lot of fish, too. It was all fish.
1: But everything is so fresh. Uh-huh. And I think that's what it was. Now, see, we didn't stay in IA. I think we were in Thera.
0: Thera, Okay. Oh.
1: And so we were we weren't in Oh, you not. guys were
0: in the you guys were in the 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 busy part.
1: It was busy. Okay, then no, we were not.
0: We okay, were wait, So this, maybe this we were, oh, so
1: in we were no, like no, you, in a dessert, like a wellness kind of no nothing oh, yeah. else was around us. Maybe
0: would Maybe Thera because there's Fira and then there's uh Emerald which is like where the Kavutu Goo is. Yeah. So yeah. So you. So you. You guys. Did you have an elevator at your hotel? Did they have one?
1: No. 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 Was
0: it on the cliff?
1: Not the cliff in Ia. It was not that at all. We had to drive to Ia. We weren't. We weren't close to Ia. It mm. was nice. It beautiful. Beautiful and at night. You see all the lights when you're eating. It's just now. Did you, what is it? The Black Sea. The Red Sea. The. Is that what it was called? Like the. As you were taking the tour around in the water. There's like the Red Sea. The,
0: the beaches, you mean? It beaches, was the white beach. The it red was beach. the white beach, the red beach. Yes. And the. I think it's
1: black. I, I think it was black, black.
0: beach. Yes, it's black beach. Mm-hmm. White beach, red beach, black beach. The red beach you're not supposed to go on, okay? Cause rock slides. The Black Beach was where where they. The, it's the only place in the island that black people are allowed to go to. The
3: That's
1: not true. That is, that is.
0: It was called the Black Beach, and I look over there, and I'm like, and people are like, oh TMZ guy. I'm like, yeah, this is the Black Beach. So the Black Beach is where the black people have to go. It's a segregated, highly segregated. Yo.
4: You guys look that up.
0: The Black Beach, and and then there was the White Beach, which was the nicest beach with all the cleanest drinking water so you go to that did you did you did you guys you didn't go kayaking did you
1: we didn't go kayaking but we got in the water oh sweet. like our boat would stop we'd get in the water we'd take pictures we'd swim around it was great i, I i'm so happy you all went and you look yeah. like the videos i would see you just looked so refreshed was refreshed happy
0: yeah was refreshed. Yeah.
1: good good
0: kind of a couple of negatives. I'll Go ahead. I
1: see you, you can't help yourself. Go ahead.
0: Couple negatives. Number one, ginger ale in Greece. Not good.
1: Didn't even have
0: any. Not good. We went to the market, got some ginger ale, got some Sprite. Not good ginger ale in Greece.
1: Okay. It's like, Next. Most it's people not, don't do that.
0: Those people don't drink ginger ale in Greece. How could you say that? You don't know what they do.
1: No. I did it. Taurus. I can't. Taurus. I don't think that they do. I, ne- I never, I never, you we can't... never went to the market.
0: Well, first of all you got to stay in a different place there's a market the market's right outside of the same hotel so you're gonna to go to the market sometimes you come back you want a little nosh. you don't feel like eating but you want a little nosh. okay
1: yeah
0: um and so you get some you get some snacks I don't know I don't know Rachel you know other people people snack Rachel and I You're got right. some ginger ale. I'm not
1: oil. a snacker. Okay.
0: <laughs> right. I got some ginger ale. Not good. I tried it a couple different times. It's like, yo, do y'all have different varieties of ginger ale all over the island? No, don't have it. Not good. Okay. A couple of things. Second thing we went to this restaurant and shout out to the people at the Saint Hotel. Shout out to one particular guy at the Saint Hotel, which I call him the beast. He is the hardest working motherfucker I've ever seen. You know those stairs I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. There was this little Greek gentleman, right? That would carry bags up and down those. I I ended up tipping him one hundred and fifty dollars. Like that would carry bags up and down those stairs, I, I, I like, he, the, the, yeah. and I'll be like, "Yo, man, I got it." He'd be like, "No," and you'd look over. He'd have like six bags, y'all. I can't tell y'all the stairs are nuts. Yes, like they they they're like they're really nuts, and he's carrying bags up and down those stairs. It's amazing, but people at the same hotel, they said, "Hey, we we say we're going into Fira." And we want to eat at a nice restaurant. You know, we found a little restaurant we had that has the best fish I've ever tasted. The best saltwater fish I've ever tasted. i am from Louisiana. But we want to try a different place. So we we're going into this place and they're like, no, you guys should go to this restaurant called <laughs> Now, I don't want to diss or besmirch <laughs> because apparently. Damn, it's just been done. It's one of the greatest restaurants in the world. I'm going to look it up right now. Fine dining. It's got oh, it looks five beautiful. stars. It is a gorgeous place. World renowned and award winning restaurant. Okay. They say it is the best restaurant in Greece. That's what they say. <laughs> restaurant in Santorini. 50 best restaurants in the world. It it's it, it was absolutely gorgeous. So we go yeah. to this restaurant. Okay. Gorgeous. We're having like a real moment. We're like, Jesus Christ, look how far we've come. Look what the fuck we're at. <laughs> restaurant in Santorini, Greece, Vera. Going crazy. We sit down, guy comes over, explains to the menu, he's like, hey, you got to get the tasting menu. We want to, Kaliga didn't want the tasting menu, so "She wanted something else. I am like, hey, we go do the tasting menu. That's what we recommend that you do. Cool. They bring out something, I eat it, it's like, whatever. When you go to a fine dining restaurant, you yeah. always know that you're going to be challenged a little bit by the chef, who always is back there thinking, what kind of weird shit can i put together to really keep these people off their toes. So you go to you like you 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 go to a regular restaurant, somebody mm-hmm. goes, "Hey, take seasoning, put on steak, sear steak, give to people. People eat food, food good, people leave, have great time, go to a movie. But that's see at a fine dining establishment like a Yeah. The chef really wants to trick you. Okay. He he wants to you've been to these places. I know um, you know.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: This, the chef really wants to take some stuff together. Every, like, bef- on the on the front page of the menu, there was a short story.
1: hmm Okay. And so taking they they like, your palate on a journey.
0: Yeah. And they want you to read the short story. The guy goes, hey, we would appreciate it if you read the short story. The I'm like, nigga, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? Like, what? <laughs> I'm not He's Stephen King. I'm not about to read a short story. Like, I don't feel like reading. He's like, no, I want you to read. I've read the short story. It's actually very good. <laughs> so, so when the food is coming out, the guy is trying to combine stuff and throw you for a loop and give you tastes that you've never tasted before. And pair it with the wine and all of that stuff, which I didn't believe in wine pairings until I got to Greece because we would be on a wine tour and they would give you some food. He'd be like, don't wait, wait. Don't eat it until the wine comes. I'm like, yo, get out of my face. What is the Who are you? Who are you? You're the fucking wine police? Don't eat it. trust me. You eat it and then you pair it with the wine. You're like, oh my God, it's a lot better. Anyway. So we go to the, 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 the we're sitting down.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And the tasting menu's coming out. And there's this dish on there. And it's like something, something with eel. Okay. Kalika go, goes, I don't want it. And I'm like, on man, we're here. Let's eat the eel thing. You know, let's have the experience. Eat the eel thing. He goes, I don't want it. Bring me mine, but don't bring me no, don't put no eel in mine. The whole time, you know, I'm there, I'm eating the grilled octopus, I'm all this stuff. It's fine. We've had maybe two things on the tasting menu. They bring out the little, it's like a little, it's like, literally like a little eel like shot. It's a shot glass filled with some kind of thing in it. You could probably mm-hmm. find it on the menu if you look it up. It's a shot glass with some kind of thing in it and then eel inside of it. So I eat it. Uh, I'm eating the rest of the stuff. They bring out the little eel in the shot glass. I shoot it back. I'd say it was maybe about two minutes to where this wave of sickness came over me. Oh my when I God. say wave, I'm saying I've never felt this way before in my life. Like, it's happening to me now just talking about it. I've never felt this way before in my life. From the, I've never felt nauseous from the middle of my chest. Like, the middle of my chest, I'm feeling not. I'm like,
1: I'm, I'm looking at Kalika. I'm like, wiggling its way down? You think that's what it was? Sorry, you're going to be sick. Did you feel faint? Me. Did you feel faint as well?
0: I felt just totally overcome with a feeling of malaise.
2: Mm-hmm. and
0: god is about to happen mm-hmm. i looked at kalika and i said we have to leave and she goes what i'm like you I'm couldn't about just to go to
1: the bathroom
0: i'm like i'm about to throw up because at this point there's nothing that they can feed me now i'll never go to so, by the it's a great place i'll never eat ill again in any capacity like, that's the way my brain works in terms of food. Like, I could not walk into that place right now without being nauseous. I couldn't stay there. I tried, I, I stuck it out. I tried to drink some wine. I tried to rinse my palate. There was something else that they brought out, like this a little bread thing. I tried to eat it. I looked at it. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. I had to leave the restaurant. I left the restaurant and <laughs> told Kalika, I was like, yo, tell these people we got to go. I was like, pay the check and, and we got to go. And then when we tried to pay, they wouldn't let us pay why the guy was like if he he's feeling sick, sick?
1: Oh. she told
0: him like the guy's like if he's feeling sick we don't want you to pay so shout out to the staff it's a beautiful place it's but i got a little bit too daring and i i i, I drank the eel shot it was like an eel in a little shot glass with you don't have around it.
1: The, the word eel i'm done see like shout out to kalika who knew better Okay. She. She, knew,
0: <laughs> she was like, I don't want the ill. <laughs> she was like,
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh my gosh! I get it though. When you're on vacation, you want to try everything. It's an experience. You want to mm. you know, like, say that you did it. You
4: know. want to
0: say that you did it. You want. You're there when in Rome know. or when in, in Greece. Greece. You know Greece. what I mean? Greece. Greece and Rome is like you know
6: similar cultures.
5: we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. dot com Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Student loan forgiveness, Rachel.
0: It's a reality in the United States of America. All right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's a really, really big deal. Joe Biden's canceling $10,000 in student loan debt for borrowers borrowers making under $125,000. Let's listen to the president.
7: My campaign for president, I made a commitment that would provide student debt relief. And I'm honoring that commitment today. Using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. In addition, students who come from low-income families which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced $20,000. Both of these targeted actions are for families who need it the most. Working and middle-class people hit especially hard during the pandemic, making under $125,000 a year. You make more than that, you don't qualify. No high-income individual or high-income household, in the top 5% of incomes, by the way, will benefit from this action period. 95 percent of the borrowers can benefit from these actions. That's 43 million people. Of the 43 million, over 60 percent are Pell Grant recipients. That's 27 million people who will get $20,000 in debt relief. Nearly 45 percent can have their student debt fully canceled. That's 20 million people who can start getting on with their lives
0: so if you listen to the cold hard numbers right there um there's going to be a significant amount of americans that are going to be affected by what biden has done through executive order which by the way is controversial in and of itself because there are some people who believe that the president cannot do something like this through executive order that he needs congress and some people who believe this will be challenged we might see this in the courts. First thing I thought about when I saw this was that you don't get no loan forgiveness, Rachel.
1: <laughs> Stop counting my money. You don't know. know where uh, I fit in. You don't know, know where I fit in there.
0: I know, Rachel. Rach, I know. I like. I know you're an ill drinker. but You're an ill <laughs> drinker. And you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at people like you. I'm like. almost like, oh, I wonder how Rachel feels about that.
1: But let me tell you, one of the concerns is that There will be people with jobs as lawyers and doctors or whatever that will qualify for this. When I was an attorney, I would have qualified for this. Mm. And that's That's like that's the (laughs) that's the concern, though, for so many people is like who. Some people maybe shouldn't be benefiting from it. I mean, there's a lot of concerns, right? Like we can go back and forth about that. But you're right. Yes, now it doesn't affect me, and it shouldn't impact me. I know people get mad when I say I don't pay the loans, and I'll have to starting January 2023. But, but I don't need to necessarily qualify for this, and I get that it shouldn't. It shouldn't be for me.
0: So, some people think it wasn't enough. Well, it's there not. were. <laughs> It's not. It's not? It's not? Okay, talk to me. Because uh, the reality of the situation is when you look at the numbers that he just that he just kind of put on the table, there's a significant number of Americans who are going to be incredibly positively financially affected by uh, the forgiveness that his administration has put forth. And when you take into consideration the Pell Grants, then... You know, that's up to $20,000. That's not a drop in the bucket. You think it should be more.
1: Well, absolutely. It should be more. It is expensive to go to college and you know, like it's, it's nothing what it used to be five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And this is for state schools. So you want to go to a UT, you're looking at almost a hundred thousand dollars when you leave. And if, you, if, if you're paying that yourself, So it's like, okay, then that's not including interest on those loans. Then you decide you want higher education, double it, double that. So you tell me what's $10,000 when you're $200,000 in debt. I'm not saying every little bit doesn't help, but I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, 50 would go a lot. I think that there should be a tier to it. If you're getting another degree, then maybe we need to up it. But this, like, I can complain about it. Listen it's a step in the right direction, but if you're just asking me the question is ten enough is twenty enough in the grand scheme of things no
0: do you know what the total cost of this is
1: for the government I' see I've heard different numbers mm-hmm. I've heard different numbers I don't think that there's give me the a, conservative number
0: I, it's not an exact cost but we're talking about estimates now give me the give me the conservative number that you've heard
1: I don't know like
0: the conservative number that you've heard is... Like
1: 50, 45 million? Billion, million.
0: I mean? What are you talking about? No, $300 billion. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: The conservative estimate is around $300 billion. The uh, sort of aggressive estimate um, is around $500 billion. Now, there were calls for Joe Biden to forgive $50,000 worth of debt. This is kind of what... Yes. Schumer, Warren, and people want it. That's a mm-hmm. trillion dollars worth of student mm-hmm. loan debt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there are two different sort of, uh, and we're going to talk about the PPP loans and sort of the political aspect of this in a second. There are two schools of thoughts here. Like for what you just said, right? The fact that um that it costs so much money to go to the University of Texas. Mm. That's a problem that exists at, at the level, at the college level itself, right? Mm-hmm. That like mm-hmm. university presidents and faculties and, ex, and like a, administrations and all of these people over the course of the last X amount of years have made that that expensive. Right. I though do believe that at some point you have to make a decision about your future. And if you made that decision about your future and that de- decision is to go to college, you need to figure out how to pay for it because essentially. Oh, wow. So so I'm, wow. I'm, I'm I'm being for real. I mean, and the 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 reality wow. of it is, I like the fact <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you, like I like the fact that there is student loan forgiveness, right? But if we're talking about forgiving all of student loan debt or forgiving a, I a giant. Say that. I know, but there are people who are saying that it should all be forgiven, and I think a large portion of it should be forgiven because it's holding back a specific part of um uh, of the uh, of the populace. But there does have to be some sort of guardrails on how much of this money we're just gonna like wipe out, and that's just from an sure. economic like that's from an economic standpoint, especially in the times we're living in now. There has to be some sort of guardrails on
1: that. Okay. Okay. Two things to what you're just saying. One, back to my wow. Wow. I can't believe you just said that. If you're going (laughs) to go to college, then you need to figure out how you're going to pay for it. I don't think that you necessarily have a choice. You're trying to go to a state school. You're trying to get a scholarship. You're obviously trying to reduce your costs. That is, you're Mm -hmm. most of the time not going to be successful in doing that. This country is set up in a way where you need for the most part, a college degree. And so if you have to get a college degree or that is what's being fed or people wanna know where you went to school, what your GPA was, and that's used as a weed out system, you have to go to school. So it's unfair for you to make it seem like Good, college is a choice. Yes, it is a choice, but if you really want to succeed professionally, or at least that's the dream that's being sold. I'm not saying that's the only way that you can be successful, but for most people, that is the path. Then you can't just say, well, you got to figure out a way to afford it. The root of the problem, <laughs> the root of the problem is that these, ex- that college education costs too much. And Biden by giving these loans, listen, yes, it's going to help out a lot of people. And I do believe mm-hmm. that, but it doesn't hit the problem that education is expensive. There are people already right now complaining that, "Hey, I've paid off a hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna forgive you and give me a, a check. You're gonna give that's, somebody back." So it's started.
0: To- it's a red herring, weird argument.
1: Right, but that's yeah. what people are saying. Nash, so you choice. you decide to pay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: be like me. But I will also say, you said the mm-hmm. times that we're li- living in now, we can't take on that kind of debt. I think that that's,
0: I didn't say that, but I said in the times that the we live in now, now,
1: we shouldn't be incurring w- those type of costs, 500 trillion or whatever it is. Is that not point, mm-hmm. the point you're making?
0: The point that I'm making is that in, a, in, a, in the situation we are right now, fiscally, it's not something that can be done just willy nilly. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have done it. I'm actually very happy that they did it, but we have to be responsible fiscally. Yeah.
1: And my point to that is it's not like you're getting checks like the $1,200 checks. These are go- it's going to be loan forgiveness. You're nobody's getting ten thousand dollar checks to pay off their loans or twenty thousand dollar checks. It's going to be forgiven over time, so it's not just one write off. So I don't think it's going to impact inflation the way that people think it is because they're not getting these massive checks. It's going to help them out in the long run when they're paying mm-hmm. their loans.
0: Well, wow. okay, well somebody's going to pay for it. And by the way, and so th- th- this is, I want to make I want to make sure I'm crystal clear here. Student loan debt disproportionately affects black women. It disproportionately affects black people, all right? That's an absolute fact. And the evidence on that and the research on that is actually non-controversial, okay? So I'm happy about the student loan debt forgiveness. Um, I'm saying like anything else that deals with money, it has to be done in a fiscally responsible way. Now, most things that we're talking about aren't done in a fiscally responsible way so you have people asking why do we have to be fiscally responsible about this when we're not fiscally responsible about the way we spend for defense when we're not fiscally responsible Mm -hmm. about other loans that we forgive or we're not fiscally responsible about how we give out money to uh, interest groups that Trump loves like the farmers or anything like that billions and billions of dollars Why, uh, why do we have to be fiscally responsible here and so I understand that question and I get that now and, and 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 I and and that's a point that's 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 well made. My thing is the people that we're talking about, inflation is going to affect them. If in fact this there there are people on both sides that believe this can have a negative effect on on the, uh, the 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 economy in the short run. Even Larry Summers, other people are saying that. There's some people that are saying, hey, this won't affect inflation at all. Maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. It maybe it won't, and I hope it doesn't. But my point is that when I said that if you're gonna pay, you're gonna if you're gonna go to school, you have to figure out how you're gonna pay for it. That's with anything. If you're gonna move to Los Angeles to pursue your dream, you're gonna have to figure out how you're gonna pay for it. If you're gonna come to LA and you need a car to get around, you're gonna have to figure out how you're gonna pay for it. And it's gonna be expensive. Whatever you're gonna do in life that is for profit on the other end of it, you're going to have to figure out how you're going to pay for it. Some of the costs are going to be fair. Some of the costs are going to seem like they're unfair. And we're living in an era of gangster capitalism. And if we wanna have a conversation about uh, why higher education costs what it does, and bringing those costs down, and regulating that in some sort of way, then that's a conversation that is absolutely well worth it. And there are models all over the world where where higher education does not cost this much. Mm-hmm. And there are models all over the world where you don't actually need to go to college to have a, a well paying job and work a living wage. Um, and for and a lot of this has to do with the fact that you know the kids that are paying back, not just the kids, because it's people in their 40s as well, the people that are paying back these loans, believed that a better job market would be waiting for them or a higher paying job market would be waiting for them when they left school that they would be able to pay these loans back. And because of mismanagement at the top and sort of some of the things we've seen from some of the economic instability over the last X amount of time that we've been on the, the, the earth that hasn't happened, and that's all true. But still though, the reality is If you're going to go to school, if you're going to do like, I don't think it's unfair to say, hey, you need to have a plan about how you're going to pay for it. Right. And a part of that has to do with financial uh, literacy and different people who are out there pushing the message of, do you want to have a one hundred thousand dollars worth of debt at 22? Like, is it or are you going to be in a position to pay that back? There is a part of this that definitely has, there's a social responsibility element of this without a doubt, like with with a personal responsibility element of this without a doubt. Maybe, I, I've listened to a lot of people talk about this. Maybe we should be sending more people to trade schools and technical schools. Maybe we should be telling people, maybe you don't need to go to UT. Maybe if for what you're going to do, maybe you should go to SMU. Maybe SMU is very expensive too, I'm not sure. Maybe you should it's go to private, North Texas. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should go to North Texas. Maybe you should go to, uh, University of Texas El Paso like there should be more conversations about what it means as a human being to go to some of these schools and to incur this amount of debt and to be honest with you if you come out here to LA and you want to get around right or you go to any city and you want to get around maybe you don't know need to go get a BMW maybe you should plan your life in a, in a way that's, that's that.
1: how? I just think that that's different when you're like if you want to come to L.A., this is what you're going to have to do when maybe that's not what's being taught right now. But when we were coming up, it was taught you go to college. And that is how that was like the, it was your linear path that way. I'm not saying people didn't do other things, but what was taught to you was you t- you have to have an education to succeed and to provide for your family. I'm not saying everybody did that, but that's what was told. So I'm not yeah. saying that there shouldn't be some sort of fiscal responsibility. On behalf of the student, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if that is what you're going to preach and tell us what has to be done, then maybe you shouldn't exploit the price of that. That's that's more of my thing. I don't think that that's the same thing as saying I want to go live in LA because I want to be by the water and I want and I want good weather. That's nah, a, not, that
0: might not be by that, that might not be why you want to move to LA. My point. My point is this:
1: like that's a universal oh. thing is what I'm talking about as opposed to like. Oh, I choose to do this, I choose to do that. It's like more do you understand what I'm saying? It's more I told in general, like this is what you're supposed to do. But we're gonna charge you like crazy to do the thing that we're saying you need to do to succeed.
0: Right. But what I'm telling you is that they tell you that you have to get a college degree into a degree that's true. They don't tell you you have to go to Texas.
1: No, like, the, the example, no,
0: no I know. No. So so what I'm saying is the example that you use when when you started off was how expensive it is to go to Texas.
1: Well, I'm in sc- state school.
0: Well 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 state school, whatever. There there's there's state schools. There are my point is in in no way to say that, hey, I'm not comparing it. What I'm saying is everything in life, let me back up. Everything in life everything in life has to be a cost benefit analysis. Everything does, right? Very true. And and I don't think that we do that with college because I don't think that we do that with college because we think, hey, The best possible college that you can go to, you should go to that college because that gives you the best possible shot um, at getting a high-paying job when you leave. And getting a high-paying job when you leave doesn't just let you pay your loans back. You don't go to college to pay your loans back. You go to college so that you can have a good life and build a foundation on what you learned when you were there. What I'm saying is, I think the situation with student loan forgiveness is... It's an awesome thing that the administration was able to do, but it should also be, in my opinion, a wake up call, not just for the universities to uh, adjust the way that they're charging people tuition, which they definitely should. It should also be a wake up to the student, a wake up call to the student and students now and that are going to come behind this should actually look at this group of Americans who've had their buying power severely diminished by having debt and should Mm -hmm. ask themselves if that's what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of different ways that you ask yourself that. You ask yourself that by saying, hey, can I go to a two-year school and then come from the two-year school and go do whatever profession that I want to do? Hey, can I go to the two-year school, then go to the four-year school? How can I make sure that I'm not put in a position where in 10 uh, in ten years, I'm still paying back stuff in order to go out there mm-hmm. and have to compete in the same way. So that's the only thing that I'm saying, and I don't think that that's oh, that's a. I think that personally, that's being compassionate to the to the 18 year old kid, or to the 20 year old kid, or 25 year old kid that's trying to go to college. Looking at this situation if the, the higher-ups are not going to be able to figure this out, which they're not being able to figure anything out, then perhaps it might be on somebody else not to put themselves in $150,000 worth of debt. Like, it's like you, you can, you, I, mean, you, I mean, it's got to be real. Like, you can learn lessons from this.
1: Yeah, I think there's also, too, this whole school of thought of, yes, you know you're going to incur this debt, but you're going to have the job that's going to help you be able to pay for it. And when you when you go to undergraduate and you go to law school and then you come out of law school and your job, you're a lawyer and you pass the bar and your job is paying you $65,000 and you ain't working for the government, you are overwhelmed by the amount of debt that you have and you're thinking you're going to come out straight out making six figures. And usually the people that make six figures are the people who go to these higher schools. Their school... What's on their resume gets them into those jobs. So it's just this fucked up system. You know what I mean? I, I know. It really is. Yes, I, I made a choice, I, but I, I thought that choice would help me offset those costs.
0: Offset? What I want though, uh, to, to what you're saying to right VMAs. now, is, <laughs> to, to what you're saying now, is, is what I would say is, I want those individuals to have that knowledge before they're in that situation, and I think there has to be somebody who's doing that. I've seen a couple, so I so I think I want the, the, those individuals to. I want them to know. I, I want because any type of loan or creditor, or they're all going to be predatory. They're all going to be predatory. If you if you're living in fucking Cleveland somewhere, Quicken Loans Arena, all of those places like that. The, the, the Dan was <laughs> so the, the guy like those loans are going to be predatory, predatory right they're going to be they're going to prey on you and those guys bear res- responsibility for giving you those loans but also what I'm saying is maybe we also need to be a little bit more financially literate ourselves to know what kind of situation we're putting ourselves in because like I think that 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 has to be a part of this conversation because yeah. the universities we it if we're in a situation where in ten years we're going to forgive loans again, I just think, you know, I, I'm not, not saying, that, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. What I'm what, like, what I'm saying right now is that this needed to happen because of the pandemic and because there's an right. entire generation of people that are chained to their debt. And I, I'm one million percent with it. But there is a cost. It's Like somebody is going to pay for this.
1: It's just so subjective when you talk about, I feel like when you talk about it in that way, because if I had had that class and I had sat down, I would think, okay, I understand that I'm going to incur certain costs, but you don't know what necessarily what college you're going to go to or what law school in my instance, in my case, or what kind of scholarship you're going to do. But even if you, let's just say you don't get any of that and you decide to go to these top schools, you think you're going to get the job That's going to take you out of that position and you have no idea what's on the other side of it. Is it a risk? Absolutely. But it's like I never would have thought I would have been making sixty five thousand dollars when I came out of law school. I just didn't. And so it's it's hard to talk of it in that way because everybody's case is going to be different, whether they attend some type of class to understand financial literacy or not. It's a fucked up situation.
0: It's very fucked up. Stop taking advantage of these kids. But kids, you know, just know what kind of car you're buying. You want to come to LA? Just know what kind of car you're buying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, We are going to talk more about the uh, the political back and forth over this. The Republicans have have decided to do something that I can't remember any party ever doing ever in the history of. Um, of politics that I've been following in the eighties. Ronald Reagan um, was an incredibly, was an incredibly political figure in that he ushered in a brand of politics that was seemingly alienating to a lot of people. Right. Uh, the Christian right came in and all of that stuff. And he was a big part of that, you know, but there were still tons of Reagan Democrats Some people might say that Joe Biden was a Reagan Democrat, but um, there were still tons of Reagan Democrats. The political landscape itself wasn't quite as polarized as it is today, quite as divided as it is today. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
0: So they could agree on stuff, whatever, whatever Uh, the Republicans now are betting that they can take 10 people and scream louder than 100 people. What They are they are going to go to DEFCON 5 on every single situation that they can. And they're going to hope that at the margins they can just peel off the extra stragglers and that'll help them win. So Trump's 35 million people who are the core, core base, mm-hmm. if, if it's 40, uh, I'm not just talking about the people who voted for him, I'm talking about the people who don't give a fuck what happens. Okay. You know who Trump takes his dick out, pisses on Megyn Kelly on a debate. They go, "I love a president that pisses on a woman on an, in a debate." Right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. They don't. They. they there's. There. There's no fight that's not worth fighting to them. Everything is a fight. Nothing is a negotiation. Nothing is a conversation. Everything is a fight. So, if if that group thinks that fighting this will make them, their people believe that they're more against it, they'll fight it. And it won't have anything to do with who's on the marches because really they don't care about that. There's, there's not going to be one person who didn't know who to vote for that this student loan forgiveness is going to sway them to vote for the Democrats. Not one person, I don't believe, who was up in the air on it and then says, hey, now I'm going to vote for them. There might be some people who wouldn't have voted that vote now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There might be some people who are apathetic about it that go, that go, hey, I feel I feel a certain way. And that's on any issue now. But there's not one person who didn't know who they were gonna vote for, not to me. Okay. And if there, if let me not say one person, a small percentage of people who were like, I don't know if I'm if I wanna, if I'm, I'm gonna go this way, i want to go that way. They did this, so let me get out there and vote. Just not that many people like that out there anymore. So the political gamesmanship that happens from a lot of this stuff doesn't have anything to do with the facts, it has to do with what looks the best. That's why the PPP loan thing that the White House was doing was so important. The PPP loans aren't quite the same thing as a student loan forgiveness, but at the end of the day, it kind of is, right? It's right. money that you got that you didn't pay back. And these these loans that we're talking about, they're federal loans, they're money that you got that you didn't pay back. So if your if you're heel is that whatever money you get you should be willing to pay it back, then yep. we like Jesus. We forgiven everything. Yep.
1: So yep. if yours if yours
0: got forget if yours got forgiven, then mine gotta get forgiven too. Yeah. So to your point, uh I don't know if this is high on the list of of uh of things that the Republican Party can do right now in order to grab Some headlines for their party. I don't know if there's going to be somebody that's dedicated to that. I don't know if it's this big a deal. I think obviously they have to make it seem like it's a big deal uh, because it's something that Joe Biden is seemingly accomplishing with an executive order. So if they don't do it, it'll be because of that, but not not because they think it'll hurt them politically. Mm. Like they can't be hurt politically. They got QAnon supporters in their base. They can't be hurt politically. Nothing can hurt them. Like they like you know what I mean like.
1: I get yeah. you. I'm just curious they, as to what you thought about that. Because they, kind of the cap- they
0: ran into the cat they ran into the Capitol and a large swath of the people gave them a pass. Nothing can do. It, nothing matters. Yeah.
6: This episode is brought to you by hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Majorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, Let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend. You can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app.
5: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Uh, you know who else should know something? Trump. Did you read the
0: affidavit? Did you, did you, Did you, are you up one. on the affidavit? You
1: didn't- I didn't read the affidavit. I mean, I know everyone was upset at how much was redacted off
0: of the affidavit, but I did not read the affidavit. Did you? Redacted, redacted. Read what I could. Records <laughs> the FBI obtained from Trump's Florida home in advance of the August eighth search indi- uh, bore indications that they might have contained human source intelligence intercepts under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and signals intelligence, as well as other tags indicating high sensitivity. Now, we knew that there were some of the things that were down there at Mar-a-Lago was shit that nobody should have in your house. Yep. We knew that. We knew it. Um, but now it appears that there might be some real world damage that could possibly be being done by the fact that these documents are at Mar-a-Lago. There could be people whose lives have been put in danger and who have yeah. been killed because of some of this information being handled a little willy-nilly. Uh, do you think that at the end of this, with everything that we know, between uh, him having the documents, which is clearly illegal, mm-hmm. okay, um, mm-hmm. and possible obstruction, do you think that at the end of this, Trump will be indicted?
1: Yes. Maybe I'm a hopeful person, but... When you hear people talk about the fact that they did go in there and they took those documents and they got a warrant to do so, and it was for a president, not just anybody, a former president, I feel like they have to go the the distance with this. I don't think that you can just stop here. And if we're sitting here talking about that, we know that there were, there's highly, what did it say? Confidential was the lowest Classify- There's
0: a, a lot of secret shit. Rachel.
1: Secret. And there was another terminology that was used. But either way it goes, we know that that was in possession of, of Trump. And then you just added on the fact that he had information on witnesses. And did you say people that died?
0: So that's what I'm saying. There were... Uh, there were, uh, None of this can be directly... None of this can be directly linked to this. But what we do know is that certain intelligence organizations were worried about agents in the field being killed. Um, there was an uptick in it in some sort of way. And some people are saying that possibly the information that was at Mar-a-Lago or the information in and around Mar-a-Lago uh, could possibly be linked to compromising the security of intelligence agents um, all over the world. Some people are saying this. Some people are saying that what here's the b- bottom line we don't know what can happen with information when information this sensitive makes it makes its way to somebody's personal residence and is not secure in the way that it should be secure this is a major fucking problem a major fucking issue something that is at worst criminally reckless you know I'm saying at best criminally reckless and at worst treasonous
1: so, do you think he's going to be indicted? Probably not. And why do you think not? And if uh, you because- do think not, what do you think that that says about all of this that was done? Like do you think that it was worth it? Do you think that this makes a mockery of the system? Like I'm very curious because I feel like you have to go forward with it. Well, I mean, they're going to put up the chart you're, you're, whether or not he gets actually gets indicted. see, I think so, but go ahead and answer the question.
0: So we do, we do know just so people know that there's uh a judge has ruled or might be close to appointing a special master to look over this entire thing. And that's what the Trump the Trump legal team wants. Trump's legal team is terrible by the way. Cuz so nobody wants way,
1: to nobody wants to represent him
0: because he won't pay them. No so whatever way this can and, be fucked up, this will yeah. be fucked up. But uh Trump's legal team is just abhorrent. It's terrible. And there are just a lot of things, you know, they they uh, get word from the national archives that they want this stuff back. They tell the national archives that the lawyer fucks up and says, we brought it, we gave it all back. They didn't give it all back. It's just a bunch of shit that's happening. The reason why I don't think at the end of the day that um, he'll be indicted is not because he shouldn't, he definitely should be indicted for this. He definitely should be indicted for this. 1 million percent. He should be indicted for this if not for having the the documents themselves, which to me is clearly illegal, and I'm not basing this on any deductions I've made. This is, you know, what I've seen people who are way smarter than me say, and um, based upon the letter of the law, it's illegal. Um, And then the obstruction, which is probably worse, but the reason why he won't is because I think that it sets too clear of a precedent for... uh, threatening american power. Um this is, this is still an ex president that we're talking about. All right? There's an ex president that we're talking about. This is somebody who the big wings in Washington and the american power system wants to leave alone. Politically they don't. Politically they all want him to fall. They all want him to fall. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that Merrick Garland Wants to have to indict President Trump. I think that being an ex-president is still a level of there's still a level of um there's still enough murkiness to what that entitles you to, to where they would rather have a president be untouchable than touchable. They would rather have a president or an ex-president be, if not above the law, thousands of miles away from the law than to be able to actually put their thumb on him and say, we're fucking over you. And if they were going to get him, I, I personally feel like the the Justice Department, they probably feel like it would have to be on something a little bit more egregious than this. So That's just you, the way I feel. I'm skeptical. Yeah. So
1: you think they did this because they just want the documents back?
0: I think they did this well, number one, I think they did this because this is what they should have done.
1: Well, right. But I'm just saying, if yeah. if if the if you really believe what you're saying you do, then if the purpose is never to indict him for there to be any criminal charges for this, then the purpose was just to get that information back because it was so classified and, it's, and it was in the wrong hands and they didn't know what he was going to do with it. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, so if you'd asked me two weeks ago, I'd have thought for sure that Merrick Garland would have indict Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Surely. And I could still be wrong, and I hope that I am. I think that he should be indicted because I don't think anyone should be above the law, whether or not you're in the Oval Office for four years or not. Uh, I personally think that there was genuine concern about the documents. And if that concern didn't have to do with the fact that, that Trump was a spy, then it had to do with the fact that his doesn't know what the fuck he's doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And being that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, like, remember, the raid That's was made it. public the, the raid was made public by Donald, by, by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is the one that said, hey, they've raided Mar-a-Lago, and that was going to come out anyway. But there was no grandstanding prior to that. They got spooked by some source that this was way worse than they thought it was going to be. And they did what they felt like they had to do to uh, in the interest of national security. Now, the problem is now for most people who are watching this in an unbiased way, it's clear that some sort of law was broken. And the question then becomes, are they willing to go to DEFCON 5 in order to and DEFCON 5 shouldn't be. This should have nothing to do with politics. Mm-hmm. It should not. It should not be DefCon Five to indict someone when they did something illegal, but in the political climate that we're in, it would be. And I just don't think at the end of the day that they're going to do it.
1: Okay, so here's my other thought: If you mm-hmm. don't think that they're going to indict indict him, you do believe that they need that there was information in his control in his hands that they needed to remove because nobody, uh-huh. whether he didn't know what he was going to do with it or he did. It needed to be removed from his possession. If you believe both those things, do you also believe, or do you not, that this is something that was done to possibly deter him from running for president in twenty twenty four, to muddy the okay, to muddy the waters so much, or for there to be a possibility that he will be indicted that he won't run in 20, for twenty
7: twenty four? No,
0: okay. no, no. Um. No, I don't think that it was. I think that the only way I could say that is if it was trumped up. Ooh. That if it was just, it was made up out of nowhere. It wasn't. They asked him, they treated him nice. They really did. Like people keep, the biggest lie in the entire thing is that Trump held on some records and they went, fuck you, we're coming in your crib. That's a complete and total lie. Sure. They very nicely asked him for the shit that was in his shit and he was kind of like fuck you guys or he kind of danced around it a little bit didn't want to do it which you you have to ask the question why right didn't want to do it so they've already given him the respect due to an ex-president all right they've already done that so i think if there were if there was a a political reason to to act in the way that they're acting that they wouldn't have done that in the first place the first time they had a shot to do whatever let's get him the fuck out of here by the way there's still a chance that Trump is indicted on other things in other places. I'm looking at this right now and what it would really mean, and I just have my—I'm just skeptical that they go that, that that Garland goes through with it. Okay. You know, I—I um, I,
3: I could be wrong. Donnie, what do you think? Whether or not he's going to be indicted. Yeah. I don't think so. It's like uh, I feel like you expect disappointment. And what what is that saying? You expect disappointment, and you don't get disappointed. Yeah. I think that's what that, that's how I'm approaching the situation. I'm expecting the worst, and then whatever ends up happening, if it's, it's positive, that's like my expectations weren't met.
0: Now look, the affidavit says that they believe that Trump was being sneaky in getting the documents back clear obstruction if that could be proven that is a clear crime
5: mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. I
0: just don't know that they'll go through with it I don't
1: know I don't know, I don't know. we'll be watching
6: we'll see alright let's uh, let's take a break real quick this episode is brought to you by hotels.com
5: Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah. A toast to breakfast.
0: Time to get in some entertainment shit. Do you know Ari Spears? You know who that is? Matt TV? Aerie Spears? I do. Does great impressions. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: yes. Yes. Aerie is a uh, talented.
7: Is.
0: Very talented, man. I'm about to play you some audio right now of Aries okay. Spears doing a spot-on impression of an asshole. Uh, run <laughs> yo, you know somebody that actually made good music, man? Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit, yo? Like, as a
4: songwriter, yo. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. she got a very pretty face, but she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. Come on, yo. I'm sorry, listen, I ain't the most in-shape nigga in the world, but I still, you know, when you funny and you got swagger and confidence and and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome, you get pussy. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. You know what kills me about women is, is the hypocrisy and the contradiction. Yes, queen, slay queen, yes, queen, slay. Yeah, girl, your confidence, fuck diabetes. Fuck heart, heart heart problems. Fuck heart disease, cholesterol. Y'all claim womanhood and about sisterhood and support for your sister, you know, when it come to that ridiculous shit. But if you really gave a fuck, why wouldn't you go, black girl, we love you. We love your confidence, boo-boo. But this ain't it. This ain't it. Where's... That's the real love. Y'all are jump right, on cut me cut the for shit me. off. Like, cut the shit off. Uh... Rachel, What a miserable
1: human being.
3: Like
1: This was so uncalled for and it didn't have to be said. And he literally could have just said the question was or the, the comment was Lizzo has great music. And you could have either said, I, I don't listen to Lizzo. I do listen to Lizzo. But to sit on this podcast and verbally attack this woman who has done nothing to you, but then to attack, continue to attack black women and then women who, who are plus size. I mean, I think the audio speaks for itself. And I I just, I would love to have a conversation, not on this platform, because I do not want to give him any type of platform to, to continue this type of rhetoric. But it's almost one of those things where you're like, who hurt you? What, like, what? why was it so necessary for you to tear down this beautiful Black woman? And then as if to say that women, Black women can't be plus size and be confident and beautiful that they can't be themselves that they can also be maybe working on their health or whatever it may be but then equally be a beautiful confident woman at the same time or, or whatever they may choose they're living their life a certain way and with if they want to live it one way or another as long as they're doing it in their way then that's a beautiful thing and i don't understand why he felt this was necessary to do. I really think he thought he was being funny or he thought people were going to rally behind him as if like, yeah, you're making a good point. And all he does is sound like a complete blithering idiot in this moment. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think it was a bit. I think that.
6: How? because
0: So say why? the You know who got some good music? Lizzo. Lizzo got some good music.
1: I feel I like we didn't think, hear the the first part of it. I get that, w-
0: w- but I know. But even so, I personally feel like that was a bit.
1: So, what's Maybe the purpose of the bit? If it was, what's the purpose of that?
0: It's the it being a bit has nothing to do with the. I'm just saying. I I think it was all very choreographed. I think Aries Spears had been working on that and wanted to say that, which brings me to my next point. Okay. Um, I thought about this long and hard because I have gained weight
7: mm-hmm.
0: and I was literally just in the shoe store buying some shoes with some new insoles, which by the way, I found out that one of my feet is a 15 and one of them is a 13. Oh, wow. I thought it was, I thought, the other one, I thought it was 15 and 14. It was 15 and 13. So buying some insults. My back's been hurting me. I've gained too much weight. We all know this. I talk about it. And I saw somebody in the uh, I'm at the the shoe store mm-hmm. and one brother's helping me. And um, this great guy got me with the shoes. And then one of his colleagues walks in, another great guy, you know, um, he's helping me with the shoes. And he goes. You, his his friend goes. You know who the, the the other the guy who I bought the shoes from. To his coworker goes. You know who this is? It's like well, whatever. He was. Uh, it's Van Lathan. And then he goes. Oh, he looks kind of familiar. He's he like, you are Van from TMZ. He's Van Lathan. Uh, and he goes. Oh man. Really? You look bigger. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know. I've gained I've gained some weight since the pandemic. Yeah, it's like whatever. He's like, oh yeah, okay, I can see it now. And it fucked with me. It ruined my shit. You know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah. Like it was it was
0: it was like it it, it fucked with me. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm not I'm not gonna show that, but I'm like, God damn. He mm-hmm. didn't even fucking recognize me, right? It ruins your shit. Um and stuff like that is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. With people Mm -hmm. who either don't have a filter or, are, um, you know, their social skills or whatever, whatever. It's kind of stuff like that's going to happen. This Aries Spears thing isn't this. Mm -hmm. This is somebody who is trying to get us to talk about him. And we did exactly what he asked us to do. Aries Spears has been on DJ Vlad. Aries Spears has been saying nuts shit for a while. He dissed Jordan Peele. Aries Spears is a guy that for a long time had a very thriving career. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he doesn't now. I'm sure he goes on the road and makes it happen. Whatever. People still love the impressions and whatever. But he's also a guy who would like to be talked about more. And what I literally feel like what we have to do is we literally have to start saying who gives a fuck what Aries Spears thinks. And that's coming from a guy who literally just got his feelings hurt today in the shoe store. Like who fucking cares about what Aries Spears thinks in what world should, what Aries Spears thinks about Lizzo, somebody who is infinitely more, Relevant, fucking popping, fucking um, meaningful in culture right now than Aries Spears. Why should we allow this guy to do this? Like, are we in our goal to be to root out speech like this and our goal to call out speech like this? Mm hmm. Are we inadvertently walking into trap after trap where people know when I went to his Instagram, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: he was having a fucking ball. He doesn't care that you think that he's fat. He knows that he looks he knows Aries Spears looks in the mirror every day. He looks in the mirror every fucking day. You don't think that he knows that he looks like a fucking raccoon. He knows that
1: he said he's handsome
0: right like that's that's also fucking with people there's no <laughs> fucking way that aries spears thinks that he's handsome wow like no way
1: okay like, well, I'm not like, gonna like,
0: that. my nigga anyway, that's not that's not um, the point Like it's not, it's not it's not it's not the point at all what i'm saying is that we continuously do this all the time right and i think it's bad for our mental health i think it's it's starting to fuck with us just staying mad about shit like this that doesn't fucking matter at all.
1: Well, I understand everything that you're saying. And I think that that there's obvious truth in that. And you're right. Lizzo, as she said literally last night, when people say to her, she said this on stage and she was accepting an award at the VMAs. People say all the time, Lizzo, why don't you say something back? And she's like, looks around like, bitch, I'm winning. It speaks for itself. I don't need to say anything. And I love that that's her mentality. But at the same time, on this very podcast, we have talked about Lizzo getting her feelings hurt and Lizzo talking about how stuff like this, these comments, whether it's a joke or not, do get to her. And I think the reason that you can't ignore it, that, listen, we can call it out in exactly what you are. If he's saying it as a joke, he's saying it as a joke. But you can't deny the fact that there are people who actually feel this way about Lizzo. There are people who who say nasty and hateful things to her, whether she knows them or not, that are spewing this type of venom out, whether they believe it or not, whether it's a joke or not. And those words. I didn't
0: say he didn't believe it. He definitely believes it.
1: And uh, whether he was doing it for to garner attention and for people to be talking about him, whether he cares if it's in a positive or negative way, these it does fuel the fire and embolden other people to feel like they can speak that way for whatever reason motivates them to do it. And then that those actions do eventually affect you. You even if mm. it's for an hour, even if it's for we literally talked about Lizzo crying on this podcast before about people hurting her. And it does, even if it affects her for two minutes, it's 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 worth, I get what you're saying don't bring attention and blow up these people's spots but you can be like listen what he said was wrong it was hateful we shouldn't do it and I'm fine with that as well I'm fine with both sides of it
0: yeah I, I, I you, just I'm I, not gonna I, take it, away
1: from the fact that what he said does not impact the public figure
0: I'm sure it I'm sure it impacts the person I'm sure it impacts the person I'm sure it does I'm sure it does I think that um that there's a certain degree of impact that's going to happen when, when you're Lizzo. Lizzo knows that she's challenging people, uh, and what the, the traditional beauty standard is. She knows that she's doing that. Not saying that it, it, that she, not saying in any way that that makes it acceptable. If someone comes at her in a certain way, she knows that she's challenging people. So they're going to be people, people that have opinions on Lizzo. And when people stop having opinions on Lizzo is, uh, a moment that she probably wouldn't want. Like, see, we're to that point with Aries Spears. People have stopped having an opinion on Aries Spears. They've stopped having an opinion. It's years since anyone's had an opinion on Aries Spears like that. The only way Aries Spears can have somebody have an opinion on him at this point is to have a situation like happen when he was on Corey Holcomb's podcast some years ago or to do something like this. It's the only way that he's going to be consequential. When I went to his, I hadn't been to Aries Spears' Instagram ever. But I went to see what was saying out. I, I know now that he has a podcast coming out. I know all of that stuff, right? And he's going to milk this and he's going to do it again. Whoever you don't want him to talk about, it, it's going to be Michelle Obama. He's going to do it again. The same thing that we do with Jason Whitlock. The thing that I had to stop doing with Candace Owens, the thing that I had to stop doing with all of these people is they're preying on the fact that whenever they need us to, we bite. So that's the only thing I'm saying about the, I get the, it. the Lizzo thing.
1: I, I get it. I'm looking at her
5: Aries Spears now. Yeah,
0: yeah Aries okay. Spears. Um, gotta talk about the therapist. This was a conversation with uh, between me and Kalika while we were gone. You, did you see the therapist that was going back and forth on TikTok with herself?
1: I did with herself. Yes, I saw.
0: If you guys don't know, there was a whole fucking opera. And, you know, real quick, I should say something before we get to her. Rachel, what are your thoughts on Sydney Sweeney's family being the KKK?
1: Okay. Um, I cannot confirm or not whether they're the KKK. But if I was Sydney Sweeney, I definitely would not. I would have been more aware to not post a picture of a family member wearing a blue lives matter shirt and not think that that was going to garner some type of attention or tag my brother who then posted other people with the make 60 great again, red hats that unless you were zooming in, you didn't know if it said 60 or America, I would not have done it. I would have been aware enough to not do it.
0: Hmm. Um, So you're saying that she bears some responsibility in the way that people are coming at her right now.
1: You posted it. Like what did you think people were going to do? Oh, cute white dress.
0: Do you think that she posted it in a way to let people know what was really up? Is that what you're saying? Cuz I, no, I, I, I don't I I don't so. See, I can't see I, the I, I can't see the I have people in my in my family that's all fucked up. I can't see the the I can't see the the reason to be mad at Sydney Sweeney here. I can't I didn't say
1: be mad at her. I just I didn't say I never said be mad at her. I just said that the backlash is expected when you post something like that. But I think she was comfortable in her surroundings. She's used to seeing things from her family members back at home and her friends, and she got comfortable and forgot, oh shit, this is offensive to people outside of this. She got comfortable. I don't think that that's her. Those are her beliefs, but she got comfortable with her family. We don't
0: know what her beliefs are.
1: We don't know. You're right. We don't know. We don't know. And And she said that in her very tweet.
0: But but for me, I'm like, it's just not hard for me to believe that these motherfuckers, I don't, I, look, I always, when I meet a white person, I always ask them, when I get cool with them, I always ask them, how many times have you said the N-word? I've talked to you guys yes, about
1: this Yes, you before. do do that.
0: The reason why I ask them how many times you said the N-word is because I want I want you to know that I know you've said it.
1: What do most white people say when you get there?
0: They act like they never said it before. A couple of people keep it real. I remember I was.
1: Did
0: very, you ask Bill Simmons? Did I ask Bill? <laughs> I, I no, I haven't asked Bill. But like but he's from fucking Boston. So, was, so <laughs> I'd imagine, you know what I mean?
1: You said I every white had, person you could, I was very curious. No, 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 no. In, a, in a
0: social situ in, in a social situation, oh. I'd ask that question. I no, I haven't asked Bill. <laughs> um I haven't. Maybe I should. But but the reality is I like to ask the question mm-hmm. because I like to see if the realness is going to be kept because I know that you've, I know that you've said it. So just keep it real. Like I remember I asked somebody, it's like, how many times did you say you said the word? He's like, hmm. In my entire life.
2: He's like, he, he's <laughs> like yeah, understand. he goes,
0: he goes, uh, maybe 200. I'm like, Oh shit. I fuck with you. I fuck with you. He's like, think about it. It's like, I, I'm rapping. So he's like, I'm rapping songs or I'm saying lines from movies or something like that or whatever. It's like, yeah, you know. And then there was a whole Quentin Tarantino Tarantino face. It's like, cool. I expect it. So when the Sydney Sweeney shit happens, I look at it and I go, oh, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Look at her. She's fucking doing her whole thing with her family. Her family's MAGA. It makes makes no sense. It just doesn't have very much to do with who she is. It might have to do with what she believes, but until she stands on it, it's all gravy I just thought it was very funny
1: people I thought were it was, I mean it was wild on social media I was like what is this week to
0: okay therapist Shabri Rawls has been posting mental health content on her TikTok for a year and a half recently she posted a TikTok urging black men to seek mental health Donnie play the audio
2: Say say you need to expand your emotional vocabulary, it's so your life can be easier. Don't you want to be able to communicate with your bitch? I think, I think yes, right? Long gone are the days where you can just shut down. Bitches is not tolerating that. Like... It used to be where men provided financially or with schmeat and bitches can make their own self come and we can pay for our own shit. So I'ma need y'all to catch up on the emotional part. If a bitch is telling you I need you to communicate more, open your fucking mouth. But you know what I realized? And let me let me back up, let me back up. A common misconception about me as a clinician is that ninety percent of my clientele have been men. Black men specifically and what we specifically work on is expanding their emotional vocabulary because a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't even have the words to express how you're feeling so when you expand your vocabulary and knowledge of what you are experiencing because y'all are human beings who experience feelings and emotions and don't have to choke that shit down no more. Y'all ain't had to choke that shit down since 2016. Anyway, if y'all are not in therapy, expanding your emotional what? vocabulary, your hmm. life just off top is going to be more difficult.
0: Hmm. First of all, before we get into this, because it has been a whole saga, and that's, that was pretty old. Rachel, what do you think about that?
1: That black men need more therapy? No,
0: what do you think about that TikTok right there?
1: I think that she's saying a lot of things that are true.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Now, people got mad. There was a backlash. Just on that one. Yes. There was a backlash from that one. People got Mm -hmm. super pissed off. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: She then made another TikTok where she went on to let us know that they got her fired. Donnie,
2: Well hello, it's your friendly neighborhood therapist who thought she could save these hoes but got her job terminated as a result. Story time? I think yes. Shit you not, I posted a video on Monday telling men that their dusty behavior is only harming them (laughs) and that they would benefit from emotional intelligence and I shit you not, by Friday didn't have employment. All of this started with a Psychology Today article stating that men are lonelier than ever because they have no fucking emotional skills. And I agreed and doubled down and told y'all that y'all lives would radically improve if you expanded the shit that came out y'all mouth. But instead of healing, y'all will do anything but that. Instead of being accountable like, hey, this bitch see me, as stirred a little bit. Y'all got so hurt, so hurt that you contacted Massa. Mm-hmm. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. So first the post goes viral <laughs> on Twitter. Cause y'all need fucking help. And y'all wanted to argue with bitches blue till they fucking blew in the face. Some of you hoes is not gonna be saved. And that's the conclusion that I've come to. So because this shit's gone viral, I'm thinking, okay, cool. We starting a discussion on mental health and people are, the, you might not like my fucking delivery, but motherfuckers is starting to talk, you know? Shaking <laughs> the tables, I don't give a fuck. But then it turns into this entire crusade of attacking a black woman who serves the fucking black community. There were comments like, I'm going to find her credentials and report her because I told y'all to be better. Yeah, y'all are fucking weird.
0: So she was fired. Okay. Yes. yes. She was fired. As far as why she was fired, there are a lot of people out there that were speculating that as a therapist, she's the way that she was speaking, the things that she was saying demonstrated a certain degree of discrimination, possibly latent discrimination against black men. The fact that she had such a pointed criticism... Of one particular group some people thought was anti-black sentiment against black men and that as a therapist uh, she is not allowed to have that so they fired her she in the last salvo has gone to twitter to talk about how some of her patients have been affected by her firing Donna give me that audio
2: uh hey guys um Firstly, I want to say thank you guys so much for um, the overwhelming support in all of this. Um, But I want to just like hit a couple points really quick um, to just like help you guys understand better what's going on. So long story short, I posted some stuff on Monday, was literally fired on Friday, um, telling people to go to therapy. Um, And a lot of people got upset and attempted to hurt me. But I want you guys to understand that you didn't just hurt me. Um, Yeah, I may have lost my employment, but... Um, all of the clients that I've had that I've spent five, two, three, four, five years with establishing therapeutic rapport now no longer have a therapist. The people that I was serving have very severe, severe mental disorders, severe abandonment issues. Some of them don't even have parents. Some of them have just recently come down um, and I was helping them process cancer diagnoses. So While you guys did this shit for clicks and views, my clients lost a support system. I have worked with these people for years and now they don't have anyone. I don't know what I would do if my therapist was just axed immediately with no warning. So a lot of you guys who have reported me to my employer or whatever have done irreparable damage and I need you to sit with that. The doxing has not stopped. I had to change my phone number because someone under the guise of wanting to protect me tried to ambush me in a YouTube live. Um, And it's it's terrifying. As a woman, getting random text messages, that shit's fucking terrifying.
0: Uh, Rachel, your thoughts on this whole thing?
2: Ooh,
1: I mean... I think that people took... blew this way out of proportion. And I think that if she was using her social media to bring awareness to a topic that she is clearly familiar with by a community that she clearly comes from, then I don't understand what the problem was. I don't understand why people had to blow up her spot. And I don't understand why people felt it was necessary for her then for it to go as far as it has, which she clearly is emotionally affected by because it has affected not just her employment, but also the people that she truly seems to care about as their therapist, I don't think that she's wrong in saying that Black men are emotionally unavailable, or at least what she's seen in her experience come through her door, or even, even, you're smiling, you're laughing, or even as a general stereotype that, that is placed on Black men. And I we talk about mental health and therapy a lot. And as we were growing up, it wasn't encouraged for people and for black people at all to really pursue therapy. And I think even more so for men, because there's certain gender stereotypes that are placed on them in the black community. So I don't think she's wrong in the things that she's saying. I think people had a huge problem with her delivery, because I think people expect a therapist or a professional to be talking a certain way, and maybe felt that that Her presentation was a bit unprofessional, but I think that she was putting on the whole pomp and circumstance herself for likes and views on social media and to garner that attention. But I think that it has all gone too far, and I feel sorry for her, and I feel sorry for her clients. But in one of the clips that we we didn't play this clip, I wholeheartedly agree with her. The reason that she has been doxxed and the reason that her employer even found out about all of this and the social media attention that she was given is because there was an article written by a black woman who put her on blast and so that's part of where her pain and her frustration and her disappointment comes from is that one of her own is the one who put her out there for their own gain, whatever it may be, and ended up getting her fired and her their clients losing their therapist. And as a person who goes to therapy, if this happened to my therapist, I would be extremely upset.
0: Huh. Donnie, there's another video for her that I want I want to play for you. Oh,
1: real did you? Are you gonna set me up for something?
0: I'm not I'm not setting you up. I just okay. one that wasn't in there. I just want to make sure that we play. I want to see if this changed your mind. Donnie, play this one.
2: All right, what's up? I got a lot of more shit on my mind a lot of more grammar Uh, I got a lot more shit on my mind and I'm gonna spit it off. I'm tired of dating Uh, just off the simple fact that men deserve hail in jail Not all y'all but just like 99.9.99% of y'all Um as someone who gives all in the relationships. I don't want to do that shit anymore I would like to be taken care of uh, but you know <laughs> we'll see. Uh, You know for one, I would like to be the one that's like nurtured, you know? But, uh, not sure when or if that's ever going to happen. So, in the meantime, I'm just going to mind my fucking business. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't deserve my good, kind-hearted nature. Or this ass. Y'all don't deserve the love that I be giving. Y'all don't deserve the time and the attention. And again, y'all don't deserve this ass. So, be well.
1: What's your point?
0: There's no point. What's your point? Um so so this is the thing.
1: Cause that doesn't change my opinion.
0: I didn't think that it would. Uh number one, um, I feel sorry for everyone that lost their therapist. I'm sure they had a, like a genuine emotional bond with her.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, I wouldn't be comfortable with having anybody that I know see her as a therapist. Um, If this situation were at all in the inverse, we wouldn't even be having this. If there was some guy, a black man, on his shit, telling women, you bitches, get your asses up and take your ass to therapy so you can work your emotions out. It wouldn't matter what anybody's opinion about what he was saying. Um, It wouldn't matter whether or not you thought it was true, whether or not you thought he had a point. It wouldn't matter at all. Y'all not standing for it. Y'all not going for it. We're talking about healing. Healing happens under the right conditions. If your body is too stressed out, if you have too much cortisol in in your blood, you will not heal right. If you are sick and... Uh, you do not get rest, your body will not heal properly. Healing is one of the most important things that you can do as a human being. And for us to act like the conditions uh, that surround healing are as important as the healing itself is to do a disservice to the healing. There's no way that I could guarantee that this woman is providing the, the proper uh, conditions for that healing. She just said that 99% of men need hail or jail. Uh, she said it in my opinion, unironically, because she gave herself the opportunity to 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 fix it. If I get on here and I say ninety nine percent of bitches ain't shit, there is no way that any black woman out there—these are things that she's making public. She's begging to be held accountable for the things that she's saying. She's begging for it. She's asking to be held accountable for what she's saying. All right? I wouldn't be. If I saw a video with your therapist saying ninety nine percent of black women ain't shit, I'm not going to be okay with you going to that therapist. This is the real thing. A lot of women, for good reason, agree with her that we aren't shit. A lot of women, for good reason, agree with her that we're stunted, agree with her that we're that that we're uh, uh, that we're stuffed up that were blocked, a lot of women agree. Maybe most women, I don't know how many. And so because of that, they think, fuck the way it's supposed to be done or fuck the the message you niggas need to wake up. Y'all can talk to us like that. We can talk to us like that. A therapist can't. A therapist can't demonstrate to me in public that she has such a pointed criticism about one group of people. I don't have any problem. I talk about all the time, all the time, the fact that we need more therapy, that we need to talk to each other the better. I talk about it. I talk about it now, just with black men, but black women too. I'm never going to disrespect black women in order to help them. I'm never going to say mm. what all of. I'm, I'm never going to say. Not me.
1: Oh no! I'm sorry, ne- I don't. I'm not doing yeah. that because that's what you're. Well, actually, actually, to, actually,
0: to be honest with you, there. there was a guy who did that. And he was rightfully vilified. There was a guy who vil- who, who disrespected black women in order to, to do what he thought he was doing to help them, to, to readjust their expectations and to help them build themselves up. And he would talk directly to them and he would say stuff like, you know, take stock of yourself and do all of this stuff. And the way he would say it was extremely disrespectful. And me and a, other go- a lot of people said, you can't talk about black women like that. You can't talk to them like that. Whether you agree with him or not. And I didn't, but a lot of people did. Whether you agree with them or not, you can't talk to them like that. You can't do that. And that guy died. His name was Kevin Samuels. And I'm not saying she's the same as he is, but what I'm saying is, why all of a sudden it doesn't matter when somebody's talking to us. Like how far is this going to go? Mm. Like the the, the 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 reality is, if she's a therapist and she has, and she wants to heal people, she has a responsibility to be healing. She has a responsibility to it. And by the way, the fact that that video of her saying that ninety-nine percent of black men need hell or jail comes out after this, she feels away, and that's okay. She has a right to feel away based upon her experiences. But to me, she does not have a right to, under the guise of 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 being a therapist, just like get her shit off.
1: Like, that video she posted is after the this incident or somebody dug it up from the past.
0: It was before. But okay. what difference does that make? No, yeah. I just wanted
1: to understand yeah. the timeline. It, it is not yeah. it has no bearing on like a point that I'm trying to make or anything. Yeah. Um this is what I'll say to that. The reason I say it doesn't change my opinion about what happened to her or whether she was speaking truth when it comes to Black men needs to be more emotionally intelligent and more available in order to be able to communicate with their significant others. I believe that. And maybe that's not just two black men, that's men in general, right? She's speaking to black men. Apparently, this is her clientele as well. That this video has no bearing on that to me. What I will say is that both of we are two people who go to therapy. I'm sure my therapist does some fucked up shit and I am sure that he has his own personal life. We don't know about it. There's nothing that we know. So she can have, do you, you're making a face right now.
0: Yeah that that that's like saying if if you find out that somebody is saying the n word like no, we just y'all went through this on the batch. What are you talking about? That's not like, my that, point.
1: That's not my point. I'm not saying. I'm okay. just saying that they're that they have a life that I don't necessarily know about. See, you're saying what she's doing is as bad as the n word. I'm not or, or I'm not. Wait, wait, or wait, wait, wait. I'm not that saying that
0: at all. What I'm saying is the fact that you're ignorant to it doesn't change the fact that it informs how they go about their, their life. So if you feel, so, so right now y'all found out that the girl back in the bachelor days was going to, was going to, to parties, right? She was going to antebellum parties or whatever it was. Yeah. Of course, once you know that, uh, if you don't know it, of course it doesn't matter because you don't know it, but once you know it, you reevaluate your life whether or not this person is qualified to even be a friend or even be on that. a fucking reality show. So why wouldn't you recalibrate that
1: I didn't say when that you find she, out okay. that about a therapist? I didn't say that. I was, My point was that I was saying that their personal life is separate from what we, when we go to therapy, we don't know about the other side of things. And so I said, the reason I said that what she did has no bearing on me is because what I think should have happened and what I, what I do believe, not think should have happened, what I do believe is that she should have her page private. And I think that there's something that you said that stood out to me. And I don't think that that's what this is. You said that she shouldn't be making comments under the guise that she's helping people. When I listen to that and then you compared it to Kevin Samuels. When I listen to that video I or watch that video, I don't think that she was trying to help anybody in that video. I can't I'm separating the two, right? I don't think that 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 video was her venting on her love life and why she ain't and why men ain't shit, like you said. It wasn't a video where she said, Let me tell you this video and let me help you in navigating how to date a man. So I can't say that she made that video to so that that's the only thing that I have an issue with. I agree that once you know a therapist's private life, it can affect, it can affect and it will affect how they're going to. Um, be with you in therapy and she should make her page if she's going to speak like that on her page she should make it private because her future clients or current clients don't need to know that that's how she feels about black men and now that they do I get what you're saying my only only issue with what you're saying is that video but you can't say that she put out that video because she was trying to help people uh, you did you said she's doing it under the guise of helping people you did say that that
0: video the first video that we're talking about was under the guise of trying to help people, telling black men to try to get there. That's that's you're the saying video that, that I was you're
1: saying to. that it's under the guise of helping people. It's not a guy. I I do believe that she- I
0: don't. There's no that's way. Your I can, that's your opinion.
1: That's your opinion.
0: And and so and so, all I'm saying is this. So number one, I don't think. Let me let me go on record. Number one, I don't think she should have been fired. I don't. I don't believe in rushing to axe people. Um, uh, when they do stuff, I just don't believe it. I don't believe she should have been fired at all. Like in this situation, I don't believe she should have been fired. I do believe I wouldn't want her as my therapist. And I do believe that it was worth evaluating whether or not, um, she was an impartial therapist or could be an impartial therapist based upon the video that she made. And, uh, the earlier video, this is all I'm saying right now is obviously the, the reason why the 99% of y'all need hell or hell or jail thing is because, look, we don't know what anybody does at any point, right? And we really don't know whether or not what somebody does, whether or not it informs who they are or not, right? Mm -hmm. We can't be sure. Mm -hmm. If somebody is going through that thing saying, uh, the Sony leak happened while I was at TMZ. Um, Amy Pascal and Scott Rudin were making all kinds of jokes about Barack Obama and all kinds of stuff. They were saying all kinds of off the wall shit. When the Sony leaks came out, Everybody and so you know what people said They were like okay well if they're, if they're making jokes about this And they're saying stuff like this right How do we know that when they're Looking to cast people or hire People that there isn't some sort of implicit Bias in what it is that they're saying And what it is that they're doing right sure. How do we know that it's not in there and People are like, oh, you don't know that blah blah blah. blah. So how do we know But in this case I'm looking at people say Oh well shit that was her saying this And that was her saying that if, if I look at something right now and I don't think the way that she talked to black men in that first video was appropriate, I know that that's sometimes like I would, me personally, that's from Van's personal thing, I'm never going to be like, hey, y'all, like I'm never going to talk down to black women in order to help them. We've talked about this before, right? We talked about this when Donald Glover, I keep bringing this up, when Donald Glover made the, 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 the had the scene in Atlanta where the white woman was talking to black women, I'm like, That's inappropriate to talk to sisters like that, to chastise them, even if what you're saying in that scene is your own personal experience or you believe it to be true. If you care about black women, there's a way that you're going to address them when you're trying to help them. And doubly so if you're a therapist. So I don't think that that was appropriate. But when I continue to look, number one, the fact that she cannot keep this off TikTok, that she cannot keep this off TikTok, right? She can't keep it off TikTok, and then number, and then the the fact that when I see her say, "99 percent of y'all deserve hell or jail." Yeah. Was,
2: like yeah, how much?
0: I, like like I, I like how much of that shit are we supposed to? Okay. All right, cool. I mean, what you know? What I mean, like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be like, oh yeah. You, you, you know I mean, like, how much of that? As a therapist, and then when you put it together, I don't see how it's just. You know what the bottom line is. Like, and I wish there was a better way to express this. But as a black man, I'm going to try to express this. We know that we've hurt y'all. Like, we know. Those of us who care to know, we know. We know. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like, those of us who care to know, who care to admit it, who care to come to terms with it, I've hurt definitely have hurt done the whole thing not been there the way I should have been like we we all have some of us are trying to remedy it some of us are trying to do better but like we're fucking people I don't know what's being expected of me right now like it's it's like I'm a human being so I don't think that this sister should have lost her job, but she definitely need to clean up the way she talking. I or if it, 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 I mean, it's like she we we can't do it like that.
1: I I I think first of all that she should make her page private. But two, I also think that she was really trying to be witty and funny
2: mm-hmm. when she
1: said "hell or gel." I do think that, and I don't really think if you sat her down right. and you ask her, I I this same way. You have your opinions. I really think if you set her down to ask her, do you really believe that Black men should be um, in hell or jail? I really don't think that she would be like, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, her experiences or what she may have learned may be why she is telling Black men, "Look, you know, I have been hurt. I've been through some shit. And this is what I'm telling you. You need to be able to communicate and successfully have a relationship with women or men or whoever it is you desire to be with. So I... I get you being upset by her comment. I do think that her uh, social media behavior is extreme, but I don't think you can jump to the fact that because she made that statement that she cannot successfully help her blackmail clients.
6: Just me.
0: i'm telling you right now if the shoe was on the other foot y'all would not go for
1: it. maybe so but guess what it's not and if there's a case that comes with that we'll see how i respond to that i guess i but don't want to do the been. whole but if it had, but if it was this you would do that all we okay
0: but, we but we i have that seen. all the but we do that, that would, all the time but maybe like we do, that like, would
1: be like the it, case but it's not the case in the situation that we're talking with right now
3: donnie what you got man i wouldn't want her as my therapist
1: and I wouldn't expect you to say anything different. I don't know if I would want her as mine.
3: And you're a snake
0: killing, heartless bastard. And you say st- you still have enough feelings. You're an animal hater, and you still won't want her as your therapist, Donnie.
3: Right, but I agree with you saying that she didn't deserve to be fired. I don't understand. I don't uh, know what the disciplinary yeah, situation is for therapy, but. Um... I feel like firing—that's well, too far of a uh, a move. I well, think.
0: I'll be honest with you. The thing is that there are all kinds of rules and regulations that people pointed out that you can't do what she did. Right? She's talking directly to a, a group that she has to serve, and there's a certain way that you gotta do it. Apparently, I don't know. Well, we'll she have more. She should be for...
1: on social media talking about it. Period. The same thing I said it in the first thing. The same thing that she is getting upset by that people were doing things for clicks and likes mm-hmm. that's why you're being that extreme on social media to garner its tension as well
0: today's date the date that this comes out is this podcast comes out tuesday august 30th i want you guys to file this because it's going to happen Tuesday, August 30th. Donnie, give me like a lock because they used to call me the elephant because I don't forget. Give me a lock, like a lock. Follow us away. When the
1: opportunity... Great, man. I'm so ready for you to be right. When the opportunity...
0: I was already right about mom lying. When the opportunity comes for me to To show this double standard to Rachel, I want everybody to remember this day that I proved... We got to talk to each other better than that. We can't do it like that.
1: I agree with you, though. I, I'm not even saying that that's not the case. But whatever. Also, she some people some it. people respond in a different way. I actually like to be talked to in a harsh way. But... Jesus Christ,
0: Rachel, nobody... You're getting too personal now.
1: No, I just... Right, like, right, I, I, right. respond, I respond better to being direct and being like straight to the point and just... You know, I I do. So maybe that's. I
0: look. I can understand that. Well, I look, it is like ain't nobody. You know, we don't need to cut. Co- hey, we do need to go to therapy. No bullshit. <laughs> fix yourself. Fix yourself. You, no bullshit. But maybe check we to see if to your therapy. therapist
1: has a social media account.
0: Hey, if <laughs> like, I'm telling you, I, I got a therapist. I love her. If I if I if I find out some shit, I'm not gonna be able to trust her anymore. All right, that's enough. We've we've be, we've beat it into the Donnie. As a matter of fact, clean that up at the end. All right um spicy podcast today we gave you guys a little extra because we've been gone we've been like 145 or something like that 150 something like that i've been watching yellowstone more it's the greatest show don't Yellowstone say,
1: is, no i have not seen one episode you love to spoil things please don't say anything van
0: i love to spoil things you don't watch nothing um <laughs> yellowstone is yellowstone is maybe the it's peak white what season I love, are you on I'm like, oh, I'm done with it, but I'm rewatching it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm completely caught up with Yellowstone. It's the greatest my one. It's one of the on greatest. Is
1: that on that show?
0: Your home, which one is your homegirl?
1: She is on, she's a rope, a, a barrel rider. Uh huh. What's well, her name? Well, her name's Hassie in real life, but I don't know. Oh, Hassie. Yeah, Hassie's
0: on the show. Hassie's like a little, she's like a little tart. She's like a little, uh, she's like a little Did you li- just call her like,
1: Toots? <laughs> no she's like a little
0: tart hassie's on the show yeah she's on the she's like a little she's like a little she's in the she's one of the uh one of the cowgirls I
1: thought yeah. she was a barrel rider no See, barrel rider
0: she's cowgirl yeah she's like yeah she's a little she's like the Dudden Ranch I'm
1: probably saying that's so <laughs> wrong <laughs> I don't uh, watch the yeah. show y'all
0: yeah she's uh she's, she's, she's stirring shit up alright you guys um black men stay out of hell stay out of jail <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> take the caps off <laughs> But do not stop learning I am Van Linden Jr. I'm
1: Rachel and Lindsay
0: Bye guys
3: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com